This is Rory Fry, and you're listening to the Reformed and Recovered Podcast, where recovery and theology mix. Psalm that I always go back to, and uh, it's Psalm 43, and it, it kind of deals with spiritual depression. So when I'm feeling depressed or I'm thinking about the topic of depression, I always go back to that psalm. And it's really the refrain of that psalm that gets me every time, and that's verse 5. Psalm 43 only has five verses, and this is the fifth verse. So traditionally, Psalm 42 and 43 are considered to be one long psalm, and this is the refrain that appears twice in Psalm 42, but only once at the end of Psalm 43.5. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So why are you, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? So the psalmist is asking himself, why are you depressed? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So when my sister and me were teenagers. We used to go to quite a few local concerts. At one of these concerts, I stumbled across a band called No Motive. And they're not a Christian band or anything, but it's a band that I've always had a great appreciation for. And No Motive is a, 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 pop, a pop punk band uh, from Southern California from a city called Oxnard. After listening to their 1990 release, right, this is going back and the sadness prevails that's the name of the album and the sadness prevails i was struck by the very honest lyrics to the song sunday at 6 p.m the second song on the album and here's what the lyrics say i don't know why depression it comes and goes throughout my whole life it's something that i know familiar to me like a reoccurring dream one moment i'm happy the next i am sad so simple honest lyrics as a 15-year-old struggling to understand themselves, I instantly related to these lyrics. And to be quite honest, I still relate to these lyrics 20 years later. I relate because depression seems to be something that I can never fully escape. For whatever reason, depression comes and goes in my life. I do whatever I can to stave it off, but it eventually returns. And if you've ever battled with depression, then you know just what this means. You know just what this song means. I don't know why depression it and goes throughout my whole life. It's something that I've known. So it's it, if you struggle with it, you understand this. It comes, it goes, it comes, it goes. Sometimes it hangs around. Sometimes it, it's gone for quite some time. And the second verse of this song says, we've all, we've all felt sad more than once in our lives. The problems we've had, but choose not to share. Do some feel it more often than others do? Well, if that's true, I feel I qualify. So this second verse is essentially the same as the first right right second verse same as the first <laughs> it's essentially the same yeah and the basically the singer's confirming his ongoing battles and bouts with depression and he even expresses the fact that he believes that he feels depressed more than the average person does so for him depression is not seasonal or situational right it's chronic it's it's all too familiar do some feel it more than others do? Well, if that's true, I feel I qualify. He qualifies himself as 
one who has reoccurring depression. Upon reading these two verses, it may look like the singer wants to wallow in his depression. It may look like just another 1990s nihilistic punk rock song, right? The 90s were full of the songs of depression and insanity and all that. But I think the words of the chorus might prove this assumption wrong, okay? I think if we read the chorus, we, it gives us an insight into the song. This chorus says, because it grips me like I've never felt. I'm sorry if I did anything. Well, maybe it's something that he did. Can I be of any help? Can I be of any help to you, my friend? Can I be of any help? Can I be of any help to you, my friend? When viewing the verses of this song in the light of the chorus, I believe that there's something deeper going on. I don't think that the singer is trying to wallow in self-pity. He might be guilty of that in other songs, but here I believe he, he speaks openly about his struggles with depression to help a friend who's going through something similar. And I believe this because he asked twice, can I be of any help? Can I be of any help to you, my friend? And these lines make me think that he's looking to be of service. He's not begging for sympathy. He's actually singing empathetically. He acknowledges the fact that his battles with depression have been tough, but they have uniquely qualified him to help a hurting friend. He acknowledges the fact that his battles with depression have been tough, but they have uniquely qualified him to help a hurting friend. If my interpretation of this song is correct, this is actually a very noble song. It's, it's not nihilistic. It's not depressing. It's actually a noble song because he wants to help out a fellow. Uh, but I admit that my, I could be reading something in the lyrics that aren't there. It could just be depression. It could just be meaninglessness. It could just be nihilism. I, it very well could be that. I admit I might be reading something into that song. So now I'd just like to say that, you know, I put this reflection, put this teaching together, and I plan to publish this in book form, booklet form at some point. But I put this together for the same reason. I want to be of service. I'm not looking for sympathy when I talk about my ongoing struggles with battle I and mean, with, with depression. What I want to do is help out the next person who struggles with depression because I know the feeling. I want to help the next person who struggles with depression because I know the feeling. I know what it's like to want to destroy the world. I know what it's like to dread waking up in the morning. I too want to hide my face from my friends and my loved ones. I too struggle with self-loathing and, and suicidal ideations. Let's get it out there. But these things must not control me. Life is too beautiful even when it's cold and mean. Depression is certainly a cruel, it's a cruel force, no doubt about that. But God's grace is greater. It calls us to rest when sorrow would have us run. It offers us victory when the darkness would have us surrender to our suicidal impulses. And God's grace is greater. I don't want anyone hearing this to think that I'm minimizing depression in any way. Okay, I realize that some listening to this may suffer from mental illness, mental illness, severe, severe mental illness. I don't think recovery or religion is a magic wand that can simply whisk your pain away, because it certainly hasn't done so with mine. I don't believe that converting to Christianity will make you instantly happy. I'm realistic, but I am convinced that God's grace is greater than any of our earthly experiences. God's grace is greater than mental illness. God's grace is stronger and suicidal ideations. For this reason, it can be rested in. God's grace can be rested in. God can be trusted even when the sorrows will not lift. God's grace calls us to cast our anxieties into his capable and healing hands. Just like 
1 Peter 5, 7. Cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you. He cares for you in all your ups and downs and in between. So hold on a little longer. Like Psalm 43, 5 says, hope in God. Because God cares in you, hope in God. 1 Peter 5, 7 is so simple but profound when it says he cares for you. This means that God is concerned about you. <laughs> the creator of all is concerned about you and your depression. Okay, He cares. He cares so much. And we can rest in this care when the sorrows come. We can rest in this care when we feel helpless and hopeless. To rest in his care. Hold on a little longer. When Peter says to cast your anxieties on the Lord, he's using a verb. He uses a verb. In the original language, the verse actually says casting. So casting your cares upon the Lord. And this speaks to constantly resting and actively trusting in the Lord. Constantly resting and actively trusting in the Lord. And I believe that he says this because our struggles don't just up and disappear. They often persist. They may fade temporarily, but they come back. Now, Peter probably initially meant um, oppression and, uh, you know, the, the, the conflict and the resistance that the church was experiencing in the first century. I don't want to deny that. But we can take these things, too, to know that that oppression comes, right? Just as the first century, they were constantly going through oppression. They were constantly being oppressed. But they would have, they would have relief for a while, but then the oppression would come again. It's like that with depression as well. Depression is a great example of this goes and it comes it goes and it comes so we need to continually lean on the grace of god lean on the god of all grace and mercy for support and just to quickly close psalm 43 has long been one of my favorite psalms okay it's lyrics and religious imagery are very striking if you've read it you know that and you can find my older video on it and i do a, a verse by verse breakdown but i especially like psalm 43 because it's brutally honest Throughout the psalm, the psalmist vocalizes their frustrations and pain, but they also clearly declare their hope for this life. Their hope was in the grace and mercy of God. So first, verse 1 says, Vindicate me, my God. Rescue me. Defend me. And verse 2, You are my stronghold. And it's the honesty. Why are you, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? He doesn't deny that. He acknowledges it. The issues of life could not and would not shake the psalmist's confidence in God. Even if the depression, even if the sorrow, the oppression would not lighten up, their confidence was in God. The psalmist continually looked to God and encouraged others to do the same for relief and rescue. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. hope you enjoyed this episode of the Reformed and Recovered podcast. For more content, follow us on Facebook and YouTube.